Welcome to the special edition of You Know What I Love? In celebration of June is Audiobook Month. Sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your beverage of choice, and come hang out with me and 30 of my friends this entire month as we cover the topic of what we love, audiobooks. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you don't want to miss this. So come on, join us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of You Know What I Love, where the primary focus is on June is Audiobook Month. This is, sadly, the second to last episode for this entire genre, theme, whatever you want to chalk it up as, with today being June the 29th. But I am honored to have my next guest on the show because he and I go all the way back to the year 1996. Yes, I'm that old when I was a sophomore in high school where I first met this man. He and I met in the theater area uh, district, realm of living of creativity, if you will. (laughs) I still remember our days when he and I were on stage for The Music Man I couldn't tell you what role he played. The name escapes me at the time, but I had probably one of the most pivotal roles in the entire musical. I was the train whistle, and I will never forget that. Ladies and gentlemen, huge round of applause for the amazing Steve Quinn. Steve, thank you so much, sir, for being a part of the show today. James, it is so wonderful to be here. I was Marcellus in Music Man, the the third lead, James. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> goodness marcellus wallace shapoopy i know <laughs> oh so steve with the theme of the show being you know what i love what is it about audiobooks that drew your level of love so much is that i've got to be a part of the voiceover industry and do some audiobooks myself what got you started uh well what i love about it is that it's all about me um which i'm a big fan of <laughs> I get to do I get to do everything um every part I get to play um I got into it um through I started in commercial voiceover world um and I got into that um through on camera work um I was filming a show on investigation discovery called Diabolical mm. um an award winning production of Diabolical season 2 um, and the actress I was working with asked me if I was a voiceover guy. And I was like, no, I've never done voiceover in my life. And she's like, I think you'd be good at it. So I went home and Googled and found a voiceover coach, Bruce Cronenberg with Abacus, who we both know well, who is the, the best I around. I completely agree. Thank uh, you again a, for that lead. Yeah, he's great. Uh, did a whole bunch of um, coaching with him and then recorded a demo and sent it out to agents. Uh, got two agents who I still work with today. And about two years into that, um, through all the Facebook groups, people were talking about audiobooks. I was like, I've never even listened to an audiobook. So I Googled best audiobook narrators in the world. <laughs> and Scott Brick was on that list. And then, then I Googled best Scott Brick book. And Jurassic Park was on that list. I was like, I like Jurassic Park. So I listened to it and I was like, man, some of this is better than the movie. This is incredible. Completely I want to do agree. this. Yeah, so I was like, and then that's how I got started. I was like, that's what I want to do what he does. Outstanding. What was the first audiobook you ever recorded? Um, it was a book called Game Master. 
Ooh. I got it off ACX. It was a grand total of two hours and eight minutes long. It took me roughly a month to finish. I um, edited it on Audacity manually. I took out every click and breath by myself <laughs> by deleting them. Um, I had no idea what I was doing. And after I was done doing it and it was uploaded, I listened back to it and I was like, I'm okay with this, but I would like it to be much better. And so then I got lots of coaching after that. So I didn't record another audiobook for almost another year. Gotcha. I can relate to everything you described for yeah. my first book as well. Every click, every breath, yeah. audacity from scratch. It was a train wreck. Yeah. But lots of fun. I had a blast doing it. It was Oh, as did I. It was uh, definitely my trial by fire, if you will. Yeah. What is your favorite genre of audiobooks to record or listen to and why? Um, I like listening to um two two genres. I like listening to like like um action stuff, like okay. um um I like the uh like Orphan X books are amazing. Um from uh, I forget the author's name. Uh all the born books. Um anything that has to do with the action genre, I think narrating action is so hard to do. And so listening to people do it well is incredible. And then I like um uh nonfiction. I love nonfiction. Gotcha. Fantastic. All right. Did you ask me not... what I like to narrate? I did. Oh, I like to narrate whatever um, I'm hired to do, but mainly I like, <laughs> um, obviously, um, but I love, uh, I like narrating first person, like really interpersonal, like literary, uh, like first person fiction, where you can really get into it and just become the person. Um, but I mainly work in romance now under a pseudonym. So okay. uh, I like doing, I love doing romance. It's just a blast to do. It's so much fun. Yep, there have been several narrators that I've talked to just this month alone who love doing romance for, you know, myriad of reasons. But the primary one that I come across is that it's a blast to do, just like you said. But two, for the most part, they always end on a happy note. There's always a happily ever after, regardless of the route they took to get there. For sure. I do a lot of like alpha male mafia romance. And so okay. those guys get to say a lot. I get to put on my deep voice and like be really tough and say really badass stuff about people yeah. and like threaten to beat people <laughs> to death. And like that stuff is really, really fun to do because that's not my personality at all. But being like the tough mafia alpha <laughs> male is a blast. That is awesome. All right. Final question for you, Steve. Is there a genre you haven't narrated yet that you'd like to one day? Um... Probably like literary fiction, like high level literary fiction. Um, if that makes sense, what I'm saying, like, um, it does. yeah, like just high level literary fiction. Okay. Awesome. And why is that? I mean, it's just it's, the words are so beautiful. The sentences are so beautiful. The words just, I mean, it's just, you really don't have to do much, but you're doing everything at the same time. It's just so nice to listen to. And it's so nice to read those words and say those words out loud. I mean, the writing is just incredible. Fantastic. Appreciate you sharing all of that. So now we're going to move to the game of utter nonsense. Are you Let's ready? Go. Alrighty. So I'm going to read to you two different cards, <laughs> one from each category. First one is the phrase. Second one is the accent in which to say that phrase, which would you like first? Uh, your choice. <laughs> Okay, let's give you the phrase first. One more, are we there yet? And you'll be eating cow pie for dessert. Got it. I just say it? 
in the following accent. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh god. <laughs> get to, okay, let me get let me first get into Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do it. Uh, yeah. Get to the chopper. Okay. Oh, he's driving around. He's just listening to music in his car with his kids and he's going where he needs to go. Um Dad, are we there yet? Me, you give me one more are you there yet? You'll be eating cow pie for dinner. <laughs> get to the chopper. <laughs> Outstanding. That was fantastic. Folks, if you're sitting here listening to us ramble on and uh, invoking memories gone by and all that fun stuff and Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonations, you're thinking to yourself, golly, I got to learn more about this Steve Quinn fella. Better yet, if you're an author and you need Steve more than just one, but you need him to narrate your book for you, Steve, how can they get a hold of you on social media? Um, My website is Steve Quinn vo.com um i don't i mean my social my instagram is just steve quinn okay just steve quinn all those words not just steve quinn it is just steve quinn um and then um yeah you can email me at steve at stevequinnvo.com fantastic talk about books fantastic steve Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Really appreciate you, man. And it really means a lot to me. Thank you. Of course, Jay. Do you remember um, Dizzy Dick from the ropes course? I do. Yeah. I have a very specific memory of us leaving the ropes course for the first time and everyone made it through. Unlike the second time where I fell, Um, everyone made it through the ropes course. (laughs) And I put my arm around you as we were walking out and I felt such a deep connection to theater and high school at that moment. I don't know. I think about that all the time. Yeah, there the the two memories that come to mind for me are ropes course for you and I, and then watching you in the music man, how you started off stage, came running on stage. I'm like, he sounded like he was a mile away. How the world did he do that? But just oh, and and number three, when I was auditioning in class, in Mrs. Bailey's class, um, I think I was trying to do the role of a uh, Marcuccio or, or however you say his name. Um, and you were the first one to give me feedback. You're like, okay, you did this great. You did this great. But here are a couple of things to take away from that you need to get better at. And I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Huh. Interesting me giving Shakespeare advice because I never <laughs> learned my dialogue or I never learned the words. Okay. All right, folks, (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in to the second to last episode of Juna's Audiobook Month for You Know What I Love. We appreciate you sticking around, and until I talk to you next time, peace be with you. It was a blast, Jay. And as they say in show business, that's a wrap. Stick around for tomorrow as I've got a new guest for you for June is Audiobook Month right here on You Know What I Love?